0: Welcome to the Rainbow Remix Best of Series Summer Pride 2023. Today we're welcoming transgender comedian Julia Scotti and Terry, a young single mom who will share her experience of coming out as bisexual and all that implies.
1: I don't, did you, I don't know, like, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD.
0: That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> Don't be
1: an asshole today.
0: First up in the mix is transgender comedian Julia Scotty from Showtime and America's Got Talent. And
1: we've got. Uh... Transgender comedian Julia Scotty with us. Yes. And you uh, recently saw a show with her. I did. She graciously uh, agreed to do our podcast. So in the spirit of Pride Month, here we go. Yay. <laughs> Excited for this one. Your name. Yay.
2: Yes, you Hi. I get to. I get a chance to try out my brand new, I bought lights. Uh, oh. Because... Ooh. I know you're the first, you're the, you're the first people I've tried it on. Nice. Know you, you ready? Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's, one on, there's one on this side too. Oh, nice. Huh? Wonderful. Now, now, now you know my secret. <laughs> Welcome, Julia. <What>? Love it.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. I, I, I'm really excited. I, I, JD has been raving about your show that that uh, oh, yeah. that she went to. Your, your story is so inspiring, you know? Um, like, can you tell us a little bit about, I mean, obviously you have a knack for finding the humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
2: and, and, well, uh, what would you like to know specific? Let's drill down a little bit.
1: Uh, well, were you doing comedy before you transitioned? Oh, sure. I started
2: doing stand-up in 1980. Oh wow! Uh, I I uh, my very first gig. I was a, I was a drummer before, but I was my oh, very that
1: first. didn't know. Yeah, is.
2: yeah. Oh. Um, but I started in a Chinese restaurant in Paramus, New Jersey, and oh. on the show it was a it was the very first out of New York comedy show. You know, with the circuit hadn't even been born yet. But uh, on the show, um, Jackie the Joke Man was from Howard Stern Show was the MC but uh jerry seinfeld was on it uh eddie murphy was on it who else gilbert was on it and there were a couple others on it too and and me and that's how it that's how it started yeah oh my gosh and Uh, do you do you
1: keep in touch with any of them
2: oh no no No. once they became famous it's like gone (laughs) yeah uh i don't plan i mean you know it's we were never close we all know each other yeah, but it's you know I only have a few close friends who are comics that I I still stay in touch with, so I did that for twenty years and then I and then I um I was getting older, I was still married, my kids were growing up, and I wanted to spend more time at home, so I became a teacher and I taught for seven years, yep. and um uh, and I taught that's when I transitioned, which was in two thousand and was in nineteen ninety nine. I'm sorry when I oh wow. wow
0: that is amazing I saw the trailer to your documentary and Absolutely. I want to watch the whole show where where is that
2: documentary where can we find that oh uh, you can get it on Amazon prime uh, somebody oh, told okay. me uh, it's also you can get it you can get it in most places that that you know that you but prime is probably the that's the one Susan wants me to I'm
0: fascinated that you did this later in life I mean so to speak old but you did it later in life the courage that must have taken especially in 1999 things were so different they're hard enough now but like how did you find the courage to do that because I did hear in the trailer that you had a lot of like kickback from your children that your children didn't uh, agree with that and didn't they weren't cool with that happening
2: well there was a 14 year separation with my kids i didn't see them talk to them you know for,
1: uh, oh, man
2: 14 years. yeah it was awful uh somebody asked me that the other night we had a screening at a, at a place up in north in new york state and somebody asked me a similar question how uh why didn't i wait till the kids were older and i said well I, I always told my kids you have to be true to yourself and what kind of a hypocrite would I be if I did, if I, you know, I waited and, you know, it would have hurt no matter when I did it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so, yeah. yeah. And I said to this person, I said, what, what if I, you know, I waited until my kids were grown and they had children and now, you know, how do you tell grandpa's now going to be grandma? You know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's just that. And plus, mentally I was just really on the verge of you know killing myself because I was so so sad and so miserable um I just couldn't wait anymore
0: what was it like back then medically for you to to make that decision and go to do that like I think I'm thinking now it's probably easier to find the doctors and the avenues to do that uh transition like what was it like back then for someone that wanted to transition?
2: Uh, there weren't a whole lot of choices back then in in this country. I I found I was blessed to have found a, uh, a gay doctor first of all, and uh, and Doctor Doctor Tommy, you know, and, and he was <laughs> he was so sweet, and he, uh, you know, I went with my ex Kate. She's the one who found him, and and I was crying. I couldn't even get the words out, and with, he just he just held me have you ever had a doctor just hold you Compassion. That's like, wow, that's amazing. Amazing. no yeah and he said it's gonna be okay we're gonna get through this together and I um uh, so you can't get on hormones until you're uh in therapy for a couple of months so I found a therapist and I had to be in therapy for at least a year while I was going through this this process and then uh you live a year in your new gender so it was a two year more or less and then in order to get approved for for Surgery, which I had done in Montreal, uh, you had to get signed off on by a medical doctor and two um, psychologists, or actually one psychiatrist and, and one psychologist. So I, you know, they, and I and it always bothered me because I said, you yeah, know, if I were a cisgender woman and I wanted to get new boobs, new ass, uh, new new anything, I just go to the doctor and go, you know, put them in there, babe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my life was my future was in the hands of total strangers, basically. I I mean, I love my therapist and all, but in fact, I just saw him and cried over the weekend (laughs) uh, at the beginning of the month. I I was on a float and he's like, (laughs) but I I don't know what it's like now. I I assume there's the protocols are similar. Uh,
1: Yeah. I I mean, obviously there's a a lot of political strife and and laws mm. that are trying to be you know imposed and 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 whatnot and it's making it really difficult because it feels like they're trying to set everyone back you know whether you're you know gay lesbian trans bi whatever they're just you know trying to what erase us and wipe us out take away our health care and it's uh it's it's brutal well,
2: even within our community i i i just found this out recently that uh Gay men are complaining that trans people are taking them from the the herd, like we're thinning oh, their geez, herd
0: because oh, oh, we're recruiting oh, man. them to be.
2: Like, why are we always recruiting? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right? It is everywhere. You're right. It's crazy. I, 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 why? You know, but we're the new. I always say, trans is the new black. You know, we're the we're the minority that
1: yeah, the new target. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. And the fact that, you know, here you are at 70. Did I get that right? Well, it just turned 71. 71. June, June 1st. I and you 7. are out there and you've got a great out there, all right. show. You're out there, <laughs> but you got a great yeah. comedy show and you're finding your people, um, yeah. you know, and and, you you know, you, you've you got this, you know, uh, movie, uh, movie, stre- documentary streaming um i mean it, that does you know take courage like jd said um but what i love about it is that you're finding the humor in aging um you know a, a, aside from everything else that you've been through i mean i love that you're finding the humor in aging because you know i don't i don't know about you but when my little circle of friends get together it that seems like all we talk about <laughs> I,
2: I uh, well, uh, my my sister died three weeks ago, or four oh. weeks ago actually. Oh, now. sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you, thank you. She, uh, she's out of you know pain and misery now, and I'm, yep. I'm happy for her. But I, 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 before she died, can I swear on this thing? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, my God, be you, um, be you. So you know, we were talking. My sister and I laughed our asses off all through the cancer. It was an eight month ordeal and uh i used to make her laugh a lot and i said at one point we would laugh till we were crying because it was just it was just you know it was black humor but it was funny and i said to her you know of course i'm gonna after you're gone i'm gonna be putting this in my act and she she said she's just like that she goes i don't give a fuck. i am i'm gonna be dead anyway (laughs) you (laughs) know that's, that's my sister, you know, and, and that's what I, you know, that's me too. I mean, we we just speak the truth. And I, and I talk about our cancer in a way that people who do have cancer can laugh a little, maybe. Yeah. uh, And people who know people who have cancer can laugh a little too. uh, You know, especially when you know what the outcome is going to be. And we knew what it was going to be with that.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm like, I mean, my mom has MS and she, um, got diagnosed like mid fifties, I think, and had to stop working mid sixties and, uh, and it's progressive. So it's, it's getting worse, you know, but we handle it with, with humor, you know? So if I like call and the phone rings and rings and rings, goes to voicemail, and then I call back and then she answers it and she goes, Oh, I just I couldn't get there in time because I because I'm not I can't move that fast, you know. And I'm like, stop <laughs> using your ass yeah. as an excuse oh. for everything. <laughs> I gotta, this became the hook
2: to catch uh, the hook in this piece that I do about her. Very early on in the in the in the, the um, trip, the journey, um, she would ask me to do stuff, and nine times out of ten, I would whatever she asked me to do, I did. But every right now and then, I just didn't feel like doing something. And, and she would just look at me. She was in the car one day. And I, she asked me to do something. I said, No, I'm really tired. I want to get back to you. She just looked like, but I have cancer. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and I just started laughing my ass. So, and that became, every time she couldn't get her way, that's that what came in. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I just... bring it to the stage now. And um, <laughs> she you know, she called me one morning and, and, and she goes, would you go shopping for a casket with me? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and we wound up, I said to her, I said, you know, Costco sells them, <laughs> which they do. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you go on Costco's website. <laughs> uh, I said, they should call it Casco, you know. But, <laughs> well, that's actually where we wound up buying it from, from Costco. We got a good price. <laughs> but, Do they have them there, or they deliver it? Where Where are the caskets? Here's how it works. They're not in the store, but I, I, you go online, you see the selection. They're very nice looking, you know, the casket. is nice <laughs> it Uh and then you you pick one. They send it to when you when it's time. You have to wait th- three days for the lift, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> so we had to we had to put her on ice for three days until the casket got to the. Oh, the now they had to drive her in their in the casket from uh, South Jersey, Tom's River, up. To the, uh, you're in England, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's a to this town of Fort Lee, New Jersey, which is a distance of about I don't know seventy. On the, it's a two-hour drive. Okay. We're all at the. Uh, what she called the mausoleum. The mausoleum. <laughs> the mausoleum. The mausoleum. The mausoleum. And we're all waiting there because she didn't want a mass, We didn't do a mass because the priest wanted 500 bucks. So we said, you know. <laughs> uh, so we're waiting for her to show up. The hearse breaks down on the turnpike. They had to call another hearse and switch her out. <laughs> oh, my God. So she was on the New Jersey turnpike.
3: Oh, so here's my, my sister. God.
2: Yeah, on this this major thoroughfare, trucks were involved. Oh, by. Right, it happened by Newark Airport, so there's planes landed, and here's my sister sitting on the on the you know on the shoulder of the road while they're switching her up. So she was literally late late for her own funeral. You know. <laughs> oh. It'd
0: be me. It so, so be me. It will be me. Yeah, but
2: yeah. that's it. It's it's everybody's got that in their family, and so she. She gave me this wonderful treasure of a bit to you know oh, to keep her god memory you. alive for me, and I it's my kind of my eulogy to her. So
1: it's you know. sweet. It's oh, beautiful.
0: <laughs> I love the part of your act where you talk about all the medical stuff you went through and everything. Oh. After everything, she says she goes, "I know," and you know, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god.
2: <laughs> you know how many people come up to me after a show and just go, I know.
0: Has that become like a catchphrase for you? Because it, it
2: inadvertently did. I mean, I do it just naturally. And, uh, and it just, one night it just, people started doing it before I got it out. So, <laughs> uh, so, so I said, oh, well, yeah. That's oh, that's very
0: she said she was mopping and she heard you going, I know. And she was, uh, like, I know. Oh, is
2: that what happened
0: when she was mopping? I mean, that's what You'll <laughs> we'll have strange. to get these mugs or t shirts or something. That but says, you know,
1: that's know. the thing. The thing is, is like, that's just proof of how relatable mm-hmm. you know these, these things are. Like, you know, uh, everything, you know, nowadays. It's it's that's what we look for in comedy is something that we can relate to because we find it funny, but we're never sure if anybody else is going to. You know, if you're bringing it out there, yeah, I'm gonna be out there going, I know. Well, that's <laughs> the thing that
2: got that's the thing that got Lenny Bruce, not that I'm Lenny Bruce, but that's the thing that got Lenny Bruce in so much trouble was that he was doing that before anybody was doing yes. it. You
1: know, yeah. Carlin
2: picked up the mantle and prior picked up the mantle and uh, and ran with it. But that that um, you know, to find those things in in life, uh, I love stuff like that. You know, me
1: too, me too. It's, no, yeah. it's it is it just it it makes the 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 comedy so much better. You know, it's just you know it's observational stuff mm-hmm. that finally someone's saying that either you think or you just say it with your little group of friends or you know, <laughs> I mean, like I, I like I said, like now that we're getting older, I feel like all we talk about is like stuff we can't eat anymore, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> pooping and
0: medicine. <laughs> and
1: doctor- oh God. I, you
2: know, I, I for me, it's like uh, uh, sex, not, you know, want, it's, I don't know if I did that when you were at the show, but I, I have this bit about how I just don't want to have sex. It's too much work, <laughs> just too much work. when lot. I had this thing where the, you know, the person's on top of me, and his teeth fall out, and I got you know, it. I don't think you did that. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's just. It's just too much work. I. I can't we just? Can't we just play Scrabble?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can we just? Can we just have soft food? Soft food. Uh, yeah. Something safe. Some
2: tapioca, <laughs> some custard. Let's go for
1: custard. <laughs> some custard yeah. and play a little Scrabble. I, I mean, really, that's what our nights are winding down to, you know? <laughs> but it's it's just great to hear someone oh, else. Hey, isn't that <sighs> true? That's such Dang a great... It.
0: That's what I love about everything about you is the courage about you, do, you know, transitioning and then being doing what you're doing at your age because... People always think they're too old to chase a dream or to try something different. And my God, you did different like no one else. And I wanted to ask you: Did how did this affect your career? Because you were headlining before uh, you transitioned. Did it help you after? Was
2: it? Did it hurt? How did that work? It did it, it was the comedy community is very small. We we all know each other pretty much, and especially you know East Coast comics. We all know each other from uh, the trenches. And uh, I heard when I got out of comedy, because I was out for 10 years uh, that the, the rumor about me was that I had lost my mind and had a sex change, and both of which are true to a certain extent. But I didn't like go. You know, I wasn't in a home or anything. I was teaching. I was teaching <laughs> yeah, in the middle yeah. school. You know. uh, when I came back, um, interestingly, there were people who thought i i would i wasn't I couldn't be funny having gone through this and um so they they made people that I had known for twenty years made me audition uh, yeah. public. I know right, but you know what I'm a trooper, yeah, you want me to audition I'll audition yeah and yeah. then then came America's got talent, and everything yeah. changed yeah you know, they, is that uh, what is that is that the shift that really brought you to the forefront, yeah uh yeah definitely it, it was i had they found me online I, I had no interest in doing that show at all i didn't even watch the show uh and uh they, they yeah. reached out to us i had a manager at the time and, and they said to her we'd like her to uh we'd like her to audition you know they were going to give me what's called an appointment audition so it means you don't have to wait online with the you know the sword swallowers and everything. <laughs> I, oh you've got to see that the audition day was at a college in queens and um, it was like a circus out in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. I believe All it. <laughs> juggling babies. They're doing, you know. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get the show. And I, oh, but when they offered it to, you know, they offered the audition. I said to my manager, I said, I don't want to do a frigging game show. I don't want to do that show. A that game show. You know, it is a contest. I mean, for comics, especially, it's brutal because you, you get 90 seconds yeah I mean, yeah you know if you're if you're if you're a susan boyle for instance you know you know what's coming i mean she doesn't look like she does what she does as well as right. she does it right and so right away there's a clue she's going to blow the roof off the place
1: yeah you know you can't tell that with a comic and you you know and uh, no and, and again you're, and you're up against like it's not like other comedians you know what i mean where you got right. to tight five minutes or whatever you know you're up against like, cat jugglers like how do you compete with yeah like, I, it- I, the girl who won uh a wonderful girl young
2: girl she uh she was 12 i played play the ukulele and uh and there was a guy on there who he was like a magic act with rubik's cubes i'm mean, <laughs> it's like a sideshow you know and uh Anyway, I went on there and it went pretty well and, and they you know, I wanted and I didn't do the reveal that I was trans until after the set because I wanted to uh I wanted the the set to stand on its own, which it did. Yeah. And uh so you know, they got what they wanted from me. I got what I wanted from them. I, I got three appearances on the show. Uh each time twelve million people. You can't you can't buy that kind of yeah,
1: that's an audience right there, you know. Yeah, and so I
2: mean, I you know, I, it's funny because when you when you get kicked off the show at the end, um, they, there's a psychologist off stage waiting for you. Oh, they, well, because they don't want people jumping off the building when they get yeah. back to the hotel, you know. Yeah, yeah, And I, yeah, and I've been knocking around for thirty years already. <laughs> it, was, it was it was a young British woman too. All the staff on there, the main staff is British because it's a uh, yeah. British company. Right. But she said to me, I, "She comes. She goes. Well, may I talk to you for a minute?" <laughs> I said, "Sure. What's up?" She goes, I, "I'm Doctor So and So. I'm the staff psychologist. I just want to make sure that you all." She was right outside backstage. <laughs> and now the other two losers who got kicked off, they're they're fucking crying. They're like weeping, weeping. <laughs> right? And I'm walking off like that. da da are you sure you're okay? I, said, I stopped her. I said, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a couple of things. I've been doing this for 20 years at that point, 30 years, whatever it was. And uh, yeah, it was 30. And I said, I'm from Jersey. Okay. I've been tackled on stage. I have worked in places where they throw drinks at me. This is, this is the, and I'm telling her this. This is the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I said, I don't need you. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Go talk to those people because they look like they're going to jump off the roof when they get back to the hotel. And that was it. And I walked out. It was I, I was happy as a can
1: about That's it. <laughs> hilarious, man. That is so funny. funny. Love, we have to get you over here. It's I crazy. would
2: love to come. Up. You know, there's, there's been rumblings about me going over there. I've done it. Couple of shows, uh, you know, and over there. I would love it. Yeah, I would love it. I, you know, get me over it. there. I'll
1: come. Yeah, I, I will, I will actively search for some <laughs> But I'm telling you, it's uh, what I've noticed. Like I've been here 12 years, and um, I grew, why? because I, I got married. My okay. my wife is is uh, Australian and English, and got a great job here. So we, okay, here. that's all I needed to know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. So, I
3: that. Well, when Every you general... when I
2: saw you we were in England, I said, "Oh, well, she's British." So it's a but you're not British. <laughs> oh, no, not even a little. I do a better English accent. Yeah, you music. do.
1: <laughs> you do. I don't even like scones. It's tough. <laughs> I need
2: I need Italian food if I'm going to move
1: someplace. Yeah, I will say they do they they do it pretty. Uh. Well. <laughs> I don't want You're to right. shit all over
2: England. But, <laughs> no, yeah. you can't. I yeah. I have a friend who, who, she's a TV writer, but she, she's, what do you call it when you, between two, she's by expat? country? Huh? Uh, ex-pat? Or, no, she doesn't, she lives there. Her oh, dual, she here. has dual citizenship? I guess. I mean, but she's a TV writer, but she writes over there, and then she comes over here, and she writes over here.
1: And, oh, that's fantastic. What a oh, job. Oh, yeah,
2: she's got, yeah, she got a nice life. She's there now, actually. I
1: always worry, you know, um about humor translating, you know, mm. like I had, I hosted like a lot of gigs when I first got here, like, you know, on the main stage introducing people and you got to fill the time a little bit and be a little funny. And I always worried about that, but I realized that I could massacre city names and they loved it. You know, ah. like, you know, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like what this poor girl was from Walsall Near Birmingham and Walsall, and I just like, I couldn't say it right, you know. Like, spell it W A L S A L L. Oh, it's almost
2: like, it's, it's like
0: a but,
1: <laughs> but I asked her to write it down for me because I couldn't understand what she was saying, just like you said. Spell oh, it. yeah. So now she writes it down, and I get up there and I go, Faye Bagley from Walsall.
2: <laughs> wasp,
1: wasp, wasp. That's, wasp. A, that's like a
2: sobriety test almost there were times when I watched movies for the, you know with with the British kids that I have to put the subtitles on, oh, I mean, me the subtitles on oh me too
1: I've, I've been, been here 12 it. years I still do it because you know there's a lot of different dialects too yes you know like yeah. Newcastle I went to see a play with and Cheryl Cole was starring in it and um I didn't even understand the first 15 minutes you know, like it—it it takes a while for it to sink in. Yeah, and you can yeah. kind of like start piecing it together, but uh, yeah, the first fifteen. So, minutes... do you think my comedy would work there? Yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, do. Okay. I yeah. do. You know, they love—they love, they love um, you know, uh, American accents. You know, and le- and if you're American and you have the New York, I don't have accent, an
0: accent.
1: <laughs> huh? You're Jersey. Girl. I'll
0: open for Julia. I'll do a little music and open for her. And yeah, America. Yeah the new york italians i'm also italian julia yeah oh, oh. and you sing you sing and play yes yeah i have a band i'm a singer songwriter yeah that's right you did tell me you
2: did say that to me yes you
1: did yeah not me i do nothing but this oh
2: i gotta <laughs> wait a minute i gotta i gotta plug this <laughs> speaking of singer song, i gotta plug my album wait a minute well wait a minute
0: yeah I mean, yeah
2: wait a minute i got a whole box of this shit. i gotta get rid of it. what <laughs> what do we have here First
0: I'm
1: here so this and- is
2: this is my latest album. it's a download card Oh, you, awesome yeah oh, you, I is can that travel the I love that yeah i uh you can tra- i travel I used to have to bring CDs with me yeah, this yeah, great. I throw like a hundred of them in my suitcase, and it you know they, they just download the code and you get the album. it's pretty cool, oh, that's really that's
0: it's like a way to sell music
2: or anything sell yeah shit. you can do it for music too so.
0: She's, She's my more second tech album. savvy.
1: She's more tech savvy than we'll ever be. I know. <laughs> we can barely get this podcast up. <laughs> right? They don't have to know that. Yeah, I know it's true. True. We can we can look like we're smart. Um, yes. But yes. What I'm wondering is, you, you now you got like your you, a certain level of success. You're doing really well. Do you find uh, people gravitating more? towards you like because they're impressed with your story they like your comedy but maybe you know like the people that lost you know lost touch over the years like you said you were out of it for 10 years are they are they back giving you the respect you deserve
2: I never know I I you know I always think they glad hand you then when I walk out of the room they are going, she sucked <laughs> I have no self esteem whatsoever um I don't really care I don't really care because the only person I have to please is is me yeah and uh yeah. and and my comedy um is it pleases me but not I'm not totally satisfied yet I, I had this conversation with a musician friend of mine earlier today about um uh, artists are never happy with the, their work you know and you're always mm-hmm. striving a more bigger, you know, better, finer, purer, you know, yeah. work. Whether, whether you're a comedian or an art or a musician, mm-hmm. and you know, so that's all I really care about. I
1: don't care. That's probably the way to do it, right? Yeah. Like these these conversations, though, are so helpful. You know, for people that are struggling, and I, I, I swear to God, and I'm not comparing you in any way, but I remember the first time I watched a couple episodes of Transparent, you know, with Jeffrey Tambor and when that, it, it like it, it kind of hurt my heart, and I love that they were, you know, they had. Why good,
2: did it hurt your heart. It, what, what? To see that, the okay?
1: struggle, you know, to see the struggle. Okay. Yeah, like it that was that was the biggest thing for me, but I love that they were infusing little bits of humor in it, you know, and making it more palatable, so more people would watch and understand. Okay. I, I I had to go to a gynecologist
2: not long after i I came back from canada for surgery and i was having post-op issues and uh, first of all i couldn't find a gynecologist that would see me 20 years ago Um, and but i finally found one and we're in i'm in the uh exam room and they're doing the the intake you know they're asking the questions so the nurse says to me uh you still get your period i go no She goes, "How long has it been go long time long <laughs> I didn't want to tell her why I was there you know then <laughs> 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 well, I'll tell you this story because it's it it's actually fun. so the the guy the guy to call it's a woman she's examining me, and she's and she's you know that she's doing her thing and and, and she's like mm, 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 mm. she's got and I had, well, I see her, her head come up, right? Yeah, you see that? She goes, this is beautiful. I go, well, thank you. And it's got that new smell. I did, I went for the Jane Fonda model. I think that's you know, the Barbarella model. That's the one the I Jane got. Jane
1: Fonda model.
2: Yeah. She goes, Honest to God, she goes, if I didn't know, I wouldn't know. I go, well, that's, wow. That's encouraging. That's, that's quite it. the compliment, yeah. Because yeah, I've never seen it. I mean, I you know, how do you look <laughs> at it? You know, mirror, it that's hilarious. Wow, oh,
1: that's my that's God. really
0: I, quite the compliment, I would imagine, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah,
2: because there is, a, there is a lot of prejudice towards us as sexual beings, as tra- okay. on a serious note. Uh, a lot of people can't think of trans folks as sexual beings, I,
1: you know. And especially in my age group, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I do this show that I mean, I mean, you're not like on the cover of uh you know, Sports Illustrated or anything, but you know, the awareness mm-hmm. uh, just talk, you know, just talking about it and, and bringing awareness to, you know, uh to to a you know, ageism in our community that, yeah. I mean,
3: that stuff you, it.
1: It. you know, again, it's just it's it's crazy. I just think I don't know, like, I don't know if you find this lesbians were so forgiving. You know. <laughs> well, yes so- and no. I
2: I yes, I most of my friends are lesbians, but um and I want I don't mean to disparage that statement, but uh I have been told by a number of lesbians that you know they feel like trans trans men are, or
1: trans women actually are um uh, interlopers that you know we're you know oh uh, Oh no! Mm-hmm. I just meant like we're forgiving as far as like being overweight, <laughs> you know. Oh, that yeah, right. yeah. gray hair, you yeah. know that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. We're like, no, oh, you're beautiful just the <laughs> way. All the time, you know. So that's oh, a, yeah, a, yeah. A gay man, they don't, you know, they don't want. Oh, no, very unforgiving. They don't. <laughs> Great. Right?
0: Fat. Yeah. Nothing. Yep. Right. Right. Terrible. Well, I guess you're in LA, Denise. The LA lesbians are totally different. Oh, completely.
1: <laughs> Sounds completely. like a soccer team, doesn't it? The LA lesbians. <laughs> the LA lesbians were brutal when I went in, in uh, 2009. Me and my fat friend, we uh, <laughs> we were just like I, I swear to God, I felt like we were on display. Like people were just like. <laughs> I, I have had several occasions
2: where I've, I've been in a bar. <laughs> and I've and met somebody that I would like to you know get to know better and inevitably I um I have to tell them because I will I won't go with somebody that doesn't know, you know like sure that. yeah I just don't think that's fair the first time I told this, this woman uh you could see there was a visible change in her um countenance and she just said well I I can't do this I'm uh, uh thank you it's like it's like I was trying to sell a life insurance. Thank you, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not interested right now. Um, well,
0: that's what, like when we had the Pride Fest here, we keep, we've we talked about that many times, yeah. that there was this rumors that they were going to have people protesting. And it didn't happen. And it was a great time. And we had fun. And I performed. And we were there as the Rainbow Remix. It was just a
1: great, fun, really nice day. Good yeah, I really, like, I'm so mad. Like, I, I I kicked myself because it because I it gave me pause, and I actually considered not going, and um and then when I couldn't find anything, you know, I really researched. You mean, said, this year, this year, yeah, this year,
0: yeah. in March, oh, yes, in March, yeah, they yeah. have it. Oh, March. I see. Okay. And
2: uh, oh, hi, honey. We can't not right now, please, sweetheart. I,
1: my my cat just like rolled over and yawned. She just, she just woke up.
2: She's been outside all <laughs> afternoon sleeping.
0: Oh, I, I have a question on a different note. Um, yeah. Going back to your documentary, you had mentioned that when you first started, you were married and you had your children, and you wanted to be the mother, and you had started. You were wondering, "Am I gay?" Like you weren't. You were wondering, like, what was going on, and then when you trans, when you transitioned you wanted to be with women then you didn't did you ever think about staying with your wife did that ever like did you you didn't want to be with men even though you didn't want to be gay right
2: is that why you didn't well no gay? i didn't want to stay with my wife because uh like well i can't I, let's just say i didn't want to stay with my wife <laughs> but this, I, yeah I is just, here. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> this is this is Katie, by the way. I need that to roll. she can't hear. She's she's <laughs> deaf as a doorknob. That's awesome. Um, it, like, a lot of people get confused between gender identity and sexual identity. Generally, your sexual identity doesn't change when you know when you transition. So I, you know, I've always. It's interesting because when I was living with the other tribe, I I found myself always attracted to lesbians, even though I didn't know they were lesbians. You know. I, th- I would find out later when they, they were out or they came out of the closet or whatever, i go, oh, well, that explains, you know. <laughs> like, Lily Tomlin's a perfect example. Back in the 60s, during uh, laughing, everybody was, you know, going gaga over Goldie Hawn or Judy Carr, and I'm like, no, no, I think, I think Lily Tomlin will be <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it never occurred to me that she was gay. You know? Miss Jane Hathaway. On the Beverly, oh, right? Yeah. I always, even when I was a little kid, she was on a show called <laughs> Bob Cummings Show, and I went, "I she's pretty," and you know? like she's, she's kind of. So I mean, it, it's always there. you you, you know. I, but I think whatever happened to me in utero, it must have been. It must have been a, I don't know, some great battle that, I wound <laughs> up the way, because I, you know, they find now that, um, trans people. Um they believe it happens, and you know they believe there's a, there's a hormonal um, event that doesn't either doesn't happen on time or uh, or you know it doesn't happen at all right and wind up with people like me, you know uh they don't know, nobody really knows they do know it's it's biological and not you know
1: mm-hmm. not
2: psychological
1: learned right yeah, yeah yeah I mean I do believe that like do, you know no matter. When, in your life, you figure it out, you generally feel uncomfortable, right in your own I
2: always felt like something yeah. was wrong like, yeah. I, I was like i I never felt right, which is why I thought, oh, maybe I'm gay, I must be gay. It's the only explanation right uh, and then i you know i i'd venture forth and, and maybe you know be be with a man and then throw up afterwards, and I'm like, mm. what i'm okay, guys right. <laughs> they seem relatively happy you know they're, they're not throwing up
0: you know <laughs> <laughs> that's why i i asked because i know of a tran of a couple that were two women and then one of the women transitioned into a man but they stayed together and now they're together and people just think they're a, a hetero couple. couple but yeah a straight couple yeah. but um and and then there was that there was a movie. I'm sure you saw the movie Normal when yes, they I stayed together order. after he transitioned. So I was just wondering in your case, like how that uh, was.
1: No, <laughs> That's too neat ending, isn't it? I, That's
0: that. you need an ending. I totally get that. I get the reason. That's you know, I totally get why you wouldn't want to, but
2: my my um, last no, my wife Kate, the last time I was married I was married three times three, and a half times. The last one was annulled. So I call it a happy man, but <laughs> she was the woman I wanted to stay with. I, I loved her. If you watch the movie, yeah, she's there's an interview with her on the phone and I, I love her still. And I if I if she oh. wanted to ever get back together, I would do it in a heartbeat. It's oh, years. Yeah, wow. so I mean, uh, love, love transcends sex and gender. You know, Absolutely. Is, mm-hmm. it's, yes. it's a spiritual thing, you know,
0: Absolutely. I believe that I believe that.
1: And I, you, I can't wait to see the movie. One of the, the questions I wanted to ask here, and then we'll, we'll wrap things up here. We're keeping you way longer than I anticipated. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, what Do you have a relationship with your children now? I,
2: yes. yes, It's different than it would be if none of this ever happened. Yeah. Uh, I'm closer to my son than I am to my daughter. Um, it, it is the way it is. I hate using that expression, but, yeah, you know, uh, I'm happy for what I have.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. Better than nothing. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's it's better than nothing, obviously. That's cool. Well, we, I mean, I really appreciate you taking the time and having this discussion with us. And it's been a blast. And I really hope that you get across the pond because I will. um yeah. Be the first in line for tickets. <laughs> well, Thank you. We'll make it happen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> work right, on that for yeah. you.
2: <laughs> I would love to come over. I, uh, you know, we uh, we have made some inquiries into some clubs in uh, in England and in uh, the Nether- in Amsterdam and in someplace else. I forget where. France. There was an also an English speaking club there, and uh, it's so hard with all the paperwork and the work. Rules and all the other bullshit that you have to go through. Yeah,
1: yeah, we make it simple. We just go. If you get yourself here, I'll find a venue where, where we'll go stick you yeah, in. Don't <laughs> you need work
2: permits and all? Don't you need?
1: Um, I'm not. I'm not sure for for you know a couple of nights here and there. I don't know. I think it's if yeah. it's a long term thing or a tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if yeah, make it happen. I damn. I love <laughs> We'll figure something out. That'd be, right. cool. okay. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> In the meantime, there's always Boca. (laughs) We'll always
2: have Boca. We'll always have Boca.
0: Open for you in Boca, too. And then we'll take it over to England.
2: (laughs) I actually, if you see the poster behind me, that yellow one, I can't do it. That's the Funny Women of a Certain Age show. Yeah. We we took that to, uh, uh, not Boca, but right near Boca. Um, But yeah, we've been down to Florida with it a couple of times. We did a tour of that.
0: That would be oh.
1: yeah. I could see where that would be a hit.
0: <laughs> that that yeah. cat clock behind you. I used to have one growing up. We had one in oh. our kitchen. That one, yeah, <laughs> we had that clock in our kitchen.
2: My sister gave me that because I, I a few years ago, uh, she, um, we were talking with them. My aunt Rosie had one when we were mm-hmm. kids, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I, I sometimes I wonder if I was like a little bit on the spectrum because I just sit there watching. <laughs> <laughs> All day, and it just uh, so she got me one for one Christmas. <laughs> yeah. She also got me if you see the, I don't know if you can see the picture below at the apartment building. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the building we grew up in. Uh, in oh, Erie, cool. and, it's, have. and I, and it's um, it looks exactly well, not exactly the same, but close to the way it looked when we lived there. And it Where was a poor was neighborhood, that? you know, huh? Where did you grow up? Where was that? Fairview, New Jersey, and up near um, uh, New York City, right up, right across the river, or over the river right? So, so I look at it. You know, it, it reminds me where I came from, and it reminds me never to get too full of myself. It reminds me just keeps to you me grounded. Me, yeah, keeps me grounded. And, I, and <laughs> it's the really the only home I've ever really know, known. And I, uh, and I, every now and then I drive up there, and I just walk around the neighborhood and. You know everything oh, comes wow. comes back to me. So.
1: That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. So and behind sweet. above it's that
2: sweet. that big picture of Gene Shepherd, uh-huh. uh, the writer who wrote the, the movie The Christmas Story. You know, oh, to shoot your oh eye out. God. Yeah. He was yeah. a huge huge influence on me as a kid. Uh, as a writer, he uh, he wrote several books, and I I discovered him at about age eleven, twelve, somewhere around there. Oh, and, wow. uh, yeah. So everything up on that wall. See Mel and Carl Reiner. Yeah, behind me. Yeah. Yes. Over there, Kevin Meaney.
1: Oh, oh God, yeah, those are. Yeah, that's a blast from the past. Well, Kevin
2: yeah. was a Kevin was a good friend, and we were touring together when he died. And so oh. I miss him. I miss him all the time, but I have his. I have his picture. I, think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one day I'm going to turn on Netflix. I'm going to see you driving around with Jerry Seinfeld and comedians having coffee in cars. Well yeah. indirectly, indirectly I have, and I'll tell
2: you why. Because uh do you remember I told you about the Chinese restaurant, the, the very mm-hmm. first show? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Jackie, Martling, Jackie the joke man, uh was uh, he was the MC. So he, he wrote down a uh let me move this down so you can see me do my impression of writing. Okay. <laughs> and he wrote down the lineup and he kept the paper all these years later and he 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 sent it to me cuz you got to see this and and it was all those names on there so when Eddie wound up doing comedians and cars getting coffee uh, jerry had the paper with with the, the you know copy of the original lineup and uh, and there was my name on but my my original name my birth name was on there so uh it wasn't Scotty. you know and so indirectly i had been on comedians oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: close enough for now. <laughs> yeah, close enough. That it works. <laughs> it's You're an absolute inspiration, Jupia. I really enjoyed speaking
2: with you. Meeting. Oh, you. I did too. I enjoyed this a lot. Thank
0: you. Yeah, like,
1: I, yeah, thank you so much for for spending an hour with us. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my God! Has it been an hour? God, look at this. <laughs> Usually people are squirming after thirty. You know minutes.
2: who I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I think this is a fantastic cap off to our Pride Month too. So that's yes. you know, yes. thank you again for that. That's amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. much. Keep fighting the good fight, you know.
0: You
2: yeah. too. I love you.
0: Next in the mix is Carrie, who'll share with us her experience of coming out as bisexual.
1: So all right. So we should tell everybody the funniest thing is I am sitting around with Last weekend, the weekend before, I don't even remember. And oh. I get a text from you that said, "Hey, <laughs> just want to let you know uh, I've been doing some thinking, and I think I'm bisexual." Then immediately, I don't think I know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> was like, yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, amazing. Like I don't really, I can't think of. Nope. I don't think anybody's ever just like expressly come out to me. Like I've either known or I, you know, you meet somebody at an event that's, you know, got the gay alphabet, you know, attached to it. And so you just assume. And but I don't think anybody has ever just like done that. So I was like so honored.
3: <laughs> I know. And you were you were like one of the, I think the the second person that I told. Really? Yeah, I think the second person that I told.
1: Has it been challenging to tell people or no? You're feeling like good, confident. I
3: mean, I haven't really told that many people um, because it feels weird to say, like it feels weird to to come out. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. And especially, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's different, like being gay, but like being bisexual is like, okay, so I like men and everybody knows that I like men. Right. but now i've realized that i'm also like interested in women so it's kind of like weird to i don't know yeah, it's kind of no, weird. I, mean,
1: I can't really imagine walking into like you know a family roast on sunday and being like hello i'm by you know? right
3: so this is this is what i was thinking <laughs> this is what <laughs> i was thinking about doing because obviously i didn't tell my like i say you were the second person to to, to that i told so um and then I think the weekend after maybe or something like that. It was my birthday and I had, I went over to my parents and I had some family friends around and the whole time I was sitting there thinking, Oh, I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to tell everybody. And then I thought, Oh, I just can't, I just couldn't do it. Like I kept, every time I was thinking about it, I kept getting butterflies. So it's just like, Oh, this is awful. Like I can't do it. Yeah. So I didn't end up telling anybody. Like, like you say, out a family barbecue. It seems weird. It seems yeah. like, like a weird thing to announce. Like, happy birthday, Kerry. Oh, by the way, I'm bisexual. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like it just, I, I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And then, um, it was bugging me because I was just like, oh, like the person that I wanted to tell most was my mom. Yeah, and obviously, I knew that she would be chill about it. Like, she's super chill. She, I knew that she'd be fine. Um, but it felt so, I felt so nervous to to tell her. I don't know why i don't I don't really have a reason why it just felt weird, like I said, it just feels weird to come out and say it um so okay.
1: especially since like you're not unless you're expressly like interested in someone and you think you know it might happen, you might you know start dating a girl, yeah, and you know there's no rush, so it is just you know when you're having tea and biscuits, and it's just the two of you or whatever. You might right, yeah. just want to drop a little, you know, yeah, it's, it's... conversation, but I can't really see that there's a huge rush. And just like for anything, like, you know, whether you're, you know, gay or bi or, you know, trans, questioning, not sure, whatever. It's all in your own time, in your own mm-hmm. way, you know, mm-hmm. no one, you know. I never really, thank God, I should say that I never really had like a pushy person trying to, you know, say, oh, you got to tell everyone, you got to tell everyone. No, man, yeah. I was going to a the therapist. <laughs> I was like, she'll let me know when I, you know, when I should be telling people or yeah, whatever. But, you know, I think in this day and age, it's very different. You know, um, people are figuring things out younger and younger and younger, you mm-hmm. know? And, and God bless them, because, you know, when you know, you know, you know, and, I, and I, I guess that's one of the questions is like, what made you was there was there someone that you were interested in? Was there or you just felt like, you know what, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm able to say that chick's hot, you know.
3: Well, I don't know. So like, this is the weird thing is that like, I don't know, after one of me and my exes broke up a while ago, my ex, um, I... I like jumped on Tinder and not straight after, obviously, but a while after <laughs> a jumped little... on Tinder. And I thought morning, like, morning period. I, <laughs> I thought like, okay, like maybe like, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think like girls are, are pretty, like maybe I should like jump on lesbian Tinder. So I did. And I was talking to a girl for a while. This was a while ago, like a few years ago. Yeah. And I was talking to a girl for a while and, um, Then I kind of like got I got like I kind of backtracked and instead started like switched it up and went on to guys. Because I was like, oh I don't I don't know. I don't know if I am. Like I think that women are attractive, but I don't know if I could ever see myself being with a girl or whatever. Um so yeah, I kind of backtracked and was like, Oh, maybe I'm not like maybe I just I don't know. But then I don't know, I've been thinking about it more and more recently and the fact that I, like, do find a lot of women attractive and I was like, okay, no, maybe this is it. I don't. There's nobody in mind, I don't have anybody that I'm talking to or anything like that, but
0: yeah.
3: I was like, it made me realise, okay, that I do, I could envision myself as a girl and I, there is something that I want, that I would like, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I like, to explore it, you know? Yeah, so... Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, and then I I said it to somebody, like I was talking to to another friend of mine, and I was saying, oh, like this girl's like hot, this girl's hot, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. And then I sat there and I was like, mm, maybe I am bisexual. And then my friend, my friend was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you keep talking about how attractive these women are. What do you think? And I was like, no, yeah, you, you're right. Like you're right because I, and it made me realize, okay, actually, I don't know. I guess straight women aren't attracted to other women right so, right yeah right. yeah but so not, it's
1: not like you, it's not like looking at someone and saying oh wow that she's really pretty I'm gonna do my hair like that or I'm gonna do my makeup like that or it's like no there's an actual attraction there so
3: that's what tips
1: you over you know that's what yeah. tips you into thinking oh wait like I might want to sleep with her.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So it's rather than being like, oh yeah, she's like really beautiful. I mean, anybody you can appreciate. Anybody is like attractive or whatever. But yeah, it's a difference between being like, yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I, there's a sexual attraction there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think you know, for me, I remember um, when I was going through it when I had all these thoughts before I would even really figured things out fully I did that you know had a toe in the pond as we'd say like let's want to just poke my toe in the pool so I did you know kind of think oh yeah well well I was married at the time so it was like the only logical explanation was that I was bisexual you know
3: yeah
1: and I was like the more I thought about it, I'm like you know what I need to go talk to somebody about this because I don't think I'm really attracted to my husband. I think I love him like a brother, you know, but I can take it or leave it when it comes to sex. Like, you know, it's, but I, you, you feel something different, you know, with, with a girl, you know, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, Oh wait, I have never felt that before. And that's what I want to keep feeling. So I need to, you know, go down this road and figure it out. So I think I started that way and it was more of a way to gauge people's reaction. I think you mm-hmm. know, in my own, you know, like to get comfortable with saying I was something other than straight, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there were a lot of pieces to it and I think, you know, that that was the main one was that you know what? I I don't want to dress like this girl. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I like, I, you know, I, I, like, I, I want to do things to this girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the, that was the, the, the kicker. Um, yeah. But you know, like you were saying, it's, it is hard to open yourself up to something like that, especially because it feels all new. Like with guys, it's, pretty simple what they want you know and (laughs) every and what you need to do you know and it's like with girls it's not as simple you know I I don't think I you know I'm not saying that we're complicated creatures because I do think we get a bad rap but um I think it's uh you know when they when they with guys it's like all you need to do is like touch their knee and they get a boner, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like totally different, you know, it's like, wait, do I, I need to kind of like have a conversation. Get, it's more get, emotional. I
3: feel, like, I feel like,
1: yeah, definitely more emotional. It's like, you got to kind of, um, find the connection, you know, mm-hmm. there, and there usually is, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, uh, part of this. the, the spark, you know, is finding out what, is going to do that like what are the mm-hmm. interests what is she interested in what is what is you know what are her likes and dislikes and what is her romantic history like what's her you know so i think the more talking the more interested you are in that person they feel that you know and that means something to them whereas a guy you could just tell them the latest football scores and you know yeah <laughs> you know, yeah oh i like her you know she says <laughs> oh, i like her, you know, she, oh, I like her. So, yeah, I do think there's a different uh, level of emotions, you know, with with girls. And that's that's a hard thing if you haven't had to do that before, because it's so easy to be comfortable and go back, you know, to what you know, you know, what you know how to do, you know, you yeah. know, what I mean? then, yeah. then foraying into the unknown.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. like this is when when I went through that, um, obviously, and I I was talking to that girl for a little while, and I said it to one of my other friends who, um, who is also lesbian. Um, and I, it was, uh, yeah, like I said, a few years ago, and I said, I, I don't know, maybe I'm bisexual. And she said, oh, like, yeah, maybe, like, whatever, whatever. Um, and then, obviously, yeah, like you say, well, I backtracked, and I was like, yeah, no, whatever. And that's when I met my, obviously, child's father, And we had a relationship, obviously ended and whatnot. Um, But let
1: let me ask you this. When you're in a relationship with a guy, the girl feelings don't go away. They're still kind of there in the back of your mind, aren't they?
3: You yeah know? yeah,
1: but you don't want to elbow him and say isn't she hot like you
3: know? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I, I do know. do that though I do do that <laughs> I will do that <laughs> if I'm with somebody and I see a hot girl I'm like oh yeah look look at her <laughs> like and he's always like yeah you're right yeah 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 <laughs> like, right. well um, at least we can bond over this <laughs>
1: yeah a, yeah Chuck was Chuck was like that too at first <laughs> you know yeah but it's um I think you know uh there's a lot of little things, you know, in hindsight, you know, that make us go back and be like, Oh yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. so yeah, I think, you know, you, and that, and that's not discrediting the relationship, you know, you were in with your son's father at all. You yeah. know, so you when you're in, you're all in, you know, but, you know, coming out of it, you know, and emerging with new thoughts and everything, like it's a little scary because, you know, now there's no one, you're not tethered to anyone, you know, and, um, you know, you kind of, I don't know, for me, it was like, the world is your oyster. (laughs) Like like every night was a different, like, "Mm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go to the chick bar tonight, but I'm not going to wear, like, who am I going to, who am I trying to impress? Like, what do I Mm -hmm. want to butch it up? Do I want to, you know, like, there was like a lot of, um, like, nerves, I think, you know, uh, trying to, trying to settle in, I think, you know, and, and be okay with it, be okay. Yeah. You know, that the person that you are, and I think because today sexuality is so fluid, you know, like I, you know, i I follow a lot of my friends on, uh, on Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff, and they all have kids now and their kids have kids and everything. And, and I look at these pictures of 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 these kids and I go, maybe, maybe a queer, like maybe, I'm not sure. <laughs> because they dress how they want to dress, you know, they group themselves however they want to group themselves, you know, like wow. if you're, you know, with a bunch of alternative, you know, kind of people, like I just said to Gemma, like I get, cause I, I did tell Gemma and she was like, oh, I kind of figured. And I was like. Did she? Yeah, I was like, really. She was like, "Well, before you like before you started working there, when we would just go have a drink or whatever, and we, you know, would be watching everybody working and everything." Like, I, it, I just figured, like, I just, yeah, I just assumed. And I was like, oh, like, I, I, I did not," you know.
3: You didn't so, have any idea, did you? Not have it? No. Oh, okay. All right. No, I, no. I don't know. I feel like it's, for me, like now, I think about it, like you say, like you think about all the things, and I feel like it's always been there. Um, and I know that. Oh God, this is, and I don't. I don't. Obviously, I don't really drink anymore. But drunk, Kerry, <laughs> full on gay, a hundred percent gay. <laughs> Honestly,
1: that's because of, your inhibitions I've go
3: kissed away. When I've been gay, yeah, I kissed when I've been drunk. Like, so yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I guess like, and I've like I say, I've like found girls attractive for a long time, and it, but but it always felt to me like, oh, like yeah, but. It, 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 all women think that other women are pretty or whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah, but right. it's, it's it's different because then you start thinking like and especially now after coming out of um, a relationship with my my child and having a child and stuff like it's really got me into thinking more about myself and like rediscovering myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess I don't know. It kind of just clicked.
1: That that's, that's amazing, though, that it did. And, like I said, like it does I feel like you know when you've come to that conclusion and you can and you're okay with it, and then you sit with it for a little bit before you it's like you know before it's like you know when you're when your fish are just swimming around and then you sprinkle food in and they all go, whoa right to the food, like right to the top of the tank, like I don't know that that's the healthiest way to go about it like, yeah. to, to just jump into like the chick pool, but I think you know, it's once you feel comfortable, you end up being confident, you know, mm-hmm. a, a little more confident because it is difficult when you've lived in this very, uh, straight world, you know, like you can't just walk into work and assume, you know, and hit on a coworker,
0: you yeah. know,
1: hit on a girl coworker, cause you don't know it's, it's the finding out and the, um, I mean, I don't know though. Nowadays, you know, like I said, everybody's so fluid that it probably wouldn't offend anyone. You know? yeah. Great women would be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not, but oh my God. <laughs> so you get the win, you know, either way, because they'll either be flattered or, you know, they'll be interested. So, yeah. But it is, I think the hardest part is that step in uh, talking to someone that you're attracted to, because you get a little, you know, flabbergasted and a little hot flush going on and and it, you're not quite sure where it's gonna go mm-hmm. and they are you know because I feel like lesbians pretty much know other lesbians but to just you know we could walk through Costco and be like hey you know <laughs> no like you just do the thing so uh, you know I, but I do think it's a little harder when you know you're new to it you know your 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 radar isn't honed in yet so and i guess it does like depend on where you hang out you know if there's funky cool places you will find bisexuals there yeah for sure like definitely trendy cool funky places you know they flock but i think you know because the media attention and and television like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with our with our queer news uh guy that um All he said was, what kind of queer television have you been watching? And we just like an hour later, you know, like we just were, there was, there's so much stuff that's on television now, you know, because, you know, streaming is a little more relaxed and it's becoming, you know, the norm, you know, for people Mm -hmm. accustomed to it. And, you know, you're always going to have people that are going to shit on it. And that's just a part of life, you know, Yeah, it's going to be people that don't like what you wear, (laughs) you know, so. But I think that because um, we're we're seeing so much more of it, like it's becoming a little bit no- more normal, and there's not a huge drama, you know, about coming out and um, you know talking to a same sex, you know, person or whatever. It 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 just doesn't feel as dramatic as it used to. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it definitely, yeah. I feel like it definitely does make it easier, especially. Well I don't know, but like i I know that with there's this whole stigma with like bisexuals of it being a phase as well that's another yeah. thing, yeah um so um, but I feel like now people are more open like you say to to the fact that people that there are st- you can your sexuality. Everybody's sexuality is so varied, or on a spectrum, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like,
1: yeah It's so fluid and cha- ever changing that you know. I'm just waiting for them to drop another letter, you know, on the LGBTQI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's left, you know? But I think you know uh, one of the things too. I, I it, it's a, it's a lot less dramatic, but I don't I don't like to downplay it because any kind of coming out is a big deal you know, mm-hmm. to to that person. And it does take, you know, some courage and, um, you know, it's a brave thing to do, like I said, because there are always, you know, people that are going to dump, you know, on you for whatever. But I I feel like, you know, it was, a, it was a lot harder, you know, 10 years ago, <laughs> 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, but yeah, the world's become like a different place. And I think, um, you know, luckily because, I don't know about you, but like, if if I'm holding something in, I, I don't, I don't feel normal. Like I don't feel myself, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you know, know? (laughs) like I just, I don't. So I think it's really healthy, you know, to, to be able to talk about it. And I know that your family is so supportive, your mom's so cool, your dad's like aces. So I doubt you have anything, you know, on that, you know.
3: Franklin. Yeah no it, it 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 made me nervous but I did I told my mom like I spoke to her um and I just said like oh I've I've got something to tell you um and she was like oh god is it good or bad and I was like I mean it's it's not it's are
1: you pregnant again it, yeah
3: that's right and I said to her I was like oh I'm I'm bisexual and she was like oh thank god you're not pregnant again <laughs> and I was like oh great she was like is that all you wanted to tell me I was like yeah she was like okay fine fine do your great. thing yeah <laughs>
1: See, I knew. Yeah. I feel like your, your family's like, like cool in such a progressive way. You yeah. Know? Like I, honestly, you really lucked out there. And I think, you know, given the fact that you already got lesbian friends, you know, like you've got big welcoming mama arms, you know, <laughs> that, like, yeah. with questions and concerns and all that kind of stuff. So that's, you know, a good, starting point like a good jumping mm-hmm. off point is yeah. um, all those people in your corner you know for sure
3: but something that i do i think that as well i think that like you say there's a lot of like younger obviously people are now realizing at a younger age their sexuality yeah. or um their gender or whatever um and i feel like obviously i'm 27 now for me it's kind of i don't know it feels kind of weird being this age and only just realizing, do you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, like you feel like a late bloomer. Right? Yeah,
3: right. Yeah. You feel like in, oh in how do I today's so
1: is... society twenty seven is a late bloomer.
3: Every everybody <laughs> that you're talking to or meeting is already in it. They've already been there. They've done yeah. all this, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And for 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 me, I'm like, Oh, I don't I don't and I can't that's why I came to you and I was like, Denise, I don't I don't really know how to talk to girls. Like how <laughs> no. do I do that? I mean, with with guys like you say it's easy, right? A guy yeah when you're talking to a guy a guy does all the chasing, pretty much yeah he right, he, he right. he'll if he if he wants something he he'll, he's gonna go out of his way to get it you don't really have to do anything exactly. um and even i was talking to my male friend about this and i was saying it to him i was like i don't like i it's, it's weird for me to like talk to girls and he was and i was telling him like how i speak to girls and he was like yeah but you're not he was like you're talking to girls like you would talk to a guy he was like, that's the difference. Like you're talking to girls, like they're going to chase you. Whereas you both need to put equal effort in. Yeah. Yeah. To talk to girls. Whereas with guys, they will ask you all the questions, right? Oh, like what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then you can go off of that. Whereas right. with girls, I feel like you kind of need to make a bit more effort to, I don't know. It just feels a little bit. It's just, it's it's different. It's different.
1: Yeah. It's a little harder. I, I won't, I'm not, I don't want to lie. You know, I feel like it is a little harder. Um, because there's effort involved, you know, like not only do you want to look good, which is pretty much the end of it when it comes to meeting a guy, right? Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> but now it's like you, you got to have banter. You got to have your chat games got to be on point. Mm-hmm. Things don't really have to be black and white when it comes to this. Oh, there's JD. Way to get in there. <laughs> Let's give her 10 minutes. <laughs> There. She really was excited to talk about this with you. She loved that that you were just experiencing this, you know, right yeah. now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There oh, you oh, go. Carry <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> me,
2: JD. Hey, hi. hi.
0: How are you? Nice to Thank meet you. Me too. <laughs> I'm so glad you come. You could come on today.
1: Yeah, me too. We uh, we've been covering the gamut of uh, like who she's told how she figured it out oh. all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. uh, to bring you up to speed we were just mm-hmm. discussing how um how my views changed on uh, bisexuals like I, I when i first came out i didn't want to have anything to do with them because i <laughs> thought they're looking at other girls and they're going to be looking at other guys and that's just too much to worry about so i just don't want to have anything you know um but we you know the way everything everything's changed like everybody's sexuality is fluid and you know um people are realizing things early early on and you know i have it's funny because now my target are polyamorous relationships how does somebody do that you know but um, but no i have a friend that's in one uh and has a child so wow. you know, it's like there's you know there's her you know what and you it's nicole payson right oh, okay. how many times have i said i got to get nicole on the show she's an actress yeah. she's been in like a yeah. lot of- so she had had a baby and she's with um oh my god rose mandala i think her name is another actress and then her and nicole's husband and it's you know oh, three of them okay and it's just like the most perfect thing. Like I follow their Instagram and it's like I never look at it and and uh, and not say, oh. So they're happy, so, and they're happy yeah. in that situation. Yeah, Nobody's jealous. Right. Person. Right. Exactly. And I think you know, that's just a part of the progress, you know, that's that society is making in tiny increments. Like I'm not saying yeah. like really, we should have been here 20 years ago, but here we are slogging along making progress, you know, accepting whatever the, def, you know, modern families and the definition of, you know, uh, this relationship and that relationship and what families look like and relationships look like. So yeah. we've, we've come a long way. Carrie was saying that she feels like at 27, that she's a late bloomer.
3: <laughs> yeah. It feels weird. It feels so weird. Not at all.
1: <laughs> no. We're late bloomers. Me <laughs> yeah, we're by five, definition.
0: More so than you. Yeah. I was married 25 years. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Before I came out.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Took her yeah. quite a while. But, you know, like I said to Carrie, it's like, however you get there, you get there. And you know, it's all about getting, settling in, getting comfortable with yourself, you know, gaining your confidence in your new found identity or whatever um because carrie's finding it uh, a little (laughs) challenging maybe to uh start conversations and have conversations with girls because we were saying with guys all you got to do is look pretty and you know they'll do all the chasing with girls it's a little give and take so and jd like you don't ever have to worry about it. Cause she's like a rock star. So, yeah. you know, she's always got people, girls falling at her feet, you know, yeah. <laughs> the rest of us had to work. <laughs>
0: That's very yeah. kind of you. But, um, uh, I, I don't know. I might've missed this part of it. Did, was there a particular woman that made you realize that you had these feelings or is it just in general?
3: No. So, um, yeah, no, I was I was saying that basically, like I don't know, I felt like it for a while um, that I was attracted to women, but I was just like kind of blasé about it. Like, oh, uh, um, all women are attracted to other women. Women are hot, right? So <laughs> you think, you just think, oh, all women are attracted to women, but then you start like realizing, no, but I actually want something more. It's not just about oh, that girl's really pretty, right? Um, it's it's more than that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's more yeah I could yeah and like I said to Denise as well I couldn't there was a point where I was like oh yeah but I couldn't I don't think I could see myself in a relationship with a woman but for me I feel like it's more out of comfort do you know what I Mm -hmm. mean because I'm so used to obviously dating men so even now when I think about it like yeah I would like a relationship with a woman but then I think oh but it's kind of scary yeah it's kind of scary to me yeah um So yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just something to get more comfortable with. But yeah, it was just, I don't know, like, after I broke up with my, um, my child's father, um, I was doing like a lot of thinking and yeah, like getting to know myself more. And it made me realize, yeah, that, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Have you had a relationship with a woman yet? Have you experienced that or?
1: So no, I haven't it's brand new. She had a coffee new. with one. She hasn't even had like a, a coffee date.
3: <laughs> no nothing. I haven't got that far. I've been trying. No.
0: I don't know. What do you think, Denise? You think she should go on some
1: coffee dates or <laughs> Yeah, we're saying, you know, like it's I think it's kind of a little like w- my analogy was like when you have a fish tank and you've got some fish in it and you sprinkle food in it and they all shoot up to the top to eat. Like <laughs> you can't just shoot out to a lesbian bar or a gay bar or whatever, and you know, and you know, think magic is going to happen because you know the last thing you want to do is be you know be disappointed or get hurt, yeah,
0: or yeah. yeah.
1: confused or whatever. But you know, I think that because our society now, like, you know, everybody's sexuality is fluid and, and, um, it's, it's a lot easier. You don't have to do those kinds of things. You could end up in a relationship with your best friend, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and see where it goes or whatever. But I think, you know, because there's dating apps, you know, are a great start, I guess. I don't know that I would take it off the app really quick you know I would probably want to have a lot of uh, you know conversations first but that's just me um yeah you know but I I would imagine that it feels like you feel a little bit anxious about it you know like I just I just want to get my first date over with
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what I mean that's what I've been like I've been on the dating apps well I am right now on a dating app um obviously looking to meet another woman, but it is, it's, it's harder. I'm, I'm fat, like, obviously talking to, to, to women that I'm friends with is fine. It's easy, obviously you're friends. But yeah. when it comes to actually like trying to flirt with a girl, it feels different. It's Especially so difficult. Just talking to a girl on a dating app that I'm attracted to, I'm like, oh, like, because I want this to go into a date like or right. a different scenario a different like a different dynamic than us right. just being friends if i'm talking it's to different. somebody that i want to be friends with it's easy but yeah. talking to a girl that so it's, it's it's just different i don't know it just feels it new and
1: different. it takes it takes a little work you know like i said yeah. you got to have the banter you got your chat games got to be you know you got it got to be at the top of your game mm-hmm. but i think like women ultimately what i uh, have found is that women want to know you're interested you know, so it, it is a lot, you know, after, what do you do? Like what's left, you know, what do you like to do after work? You know, yeah. I, right. I feel like a game show host, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the guy from Pointless, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. living. And then what do you do in your free time? It's just like, it's, it feels like really um, pointed, you know, I yeah. want it to feel a little bit more natural. So I don't know. I usually throw in, like a fact about myself after a question, you know, and then this way, they have something to play off of. Yeah. you've asked the question, you know, and and it seems like it can go back and forth a little bit that way. Like a f- little fun fact about me is, you know, whatever. but
0: yeah, right. I that, but
1: I mean, you know, if you were if they I mean, work someplace that you know of or heard of or whatever, you know, say that right right, you know? right. yeah, to to keep it going. So I think, it is hard though, like in a text message, because everything can get misconstrued. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it really,
0: no.
1: No. yeah. Like you just and you, it, you know, a lot of things get lost in translation. You know, and you got to use emojis and LOLs mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I think I mean, thank God, thank God for emojis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you buy right. something that. Right. If you're saying something that sounds a little blunt, you can put a little kissy face (laughs) after. No, set the tone exactly. Yeah. But you know what?
0: I like what you said about too much expectation going into the bars because I first started. I played in the bars down here, so I was usually popular. You know, because I was playing in the bars. But I went to Nashville, and there was one lesbian bar in downtown nashville called lipstick do you did you hear about that one denise had you ever heard it was pretty good yeah, yeah. so i'm like okay i'm gonna go there it was there was a band playing that night an all-girl band and i was going through a breakup that my heart was just totally broken from this girl and um I'm like, I'm just going to go there and meet somebody because I'm used to walking in the bars and, you know, people know me down here, right? So people like me and I'm pretty popular when I walk in and I walk in and like, no one, I was like, I was in the way almost like it was like, you know, you're standing next to somebody thinking, like, maybe you'll catch their eye, and you're standing in the way of them and the girl they're trying to buy you a drink for, you know? <laughs> I was like, everyone was clicky, and I think you could obviously see I was like an out-of-towner because they all knew each other in the bar, right? So I was like the different person, and it was just funny because it wasn't like I thought it was going to be at all. I thought i'm gonna go meet new people i'm gonna get up on the stage and sing it was there was also open mic night so oh, i got up to hey. the song and right. still nothing <laughs> it was funny. Oh. i'm like well once i sing they're gonna know you know that i can i'm do this you know it was just funny it was so funny it was just not what i expected that experience to be but at all first of all you
1: were in nashville and you look like, you know, like a rock and roller from New York. So, you know. That was the first thing. You're right. You're yeah. right. <laughs> they were probably just intimidated.
0: <laughs> they were a bluegrass band. You're you're absolutely right. You know, so yes.
1: <laughs> that's funny. But, you know, that's the thing is that when I think about like, like Carrie, you were saying how easy it is to talk to friends because, you know, there's no attraction there and you don't want to sleep with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but in the same realm, there's so many topics to talk about. You know, in this day and age, like we we had a, a guest on the show last night, uh, an actress or whatever. But I mean, we barely spoke about acting.
3: You know, mm-hmm. and
1: you know, being her being in Queer spoke We talked about motherhood, activism, politics, the landscape of the country. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like there, we just an hour and a half like nothing but never really touched on the acting part you know I mean everything from vanity right like I everything and, like it was crazy so I think you know with guys your topics are small you know mm-hmm. where do you want to eat I don't know where you want to go Where are we? <laughs> you know that kind of thing but I do think that that women um they spend more time online you know, so they know a lot of pop culture. So those are always easy topics, right? I mean, I'm sitting here with a Harry Styles mug. You know, that's a conversation starter right there. So (laughs) what, did we freeze? Oh, no. Did we freeze? We We froze. froze. We froze.
0: I oh, I'm thinking maybe I'm the one frozen and
1: no, not the, frozen. It says my internet is unstable. Oh. oh. Oh, wow. Well, listen, here's the thing. We've we've touched on a lot of things. We've given you a little guidance. We've heard your story, but I need for you to know that you all, I'm always here. Like you know, you know where I live. <laughs> you, you know I'm always available on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you're what you're doing is amazing. Like you're you're it's a brave thing. Like you know, like I said, it's a lot less dramatic these days for anybody to come out because mm-hmm. we kind of assume that everybody is just like gender fluid, doesn't matter. But it's a big deal. So congratulations! Yeah. To Thanks. I'm proud of Thanks.
3: you. <laughs> can, can I ask you for one for one more thing, though? Yeah. Can we talk? We can talk about sexual stuff on here, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just need to yeah. make sure that that makes me a little bit nervous though. Right? Is that did, did you feel like that? Did you both feel like that? Like you're, when you thought yeah. about I mean obviously it's something that I have fantasized about, but it does it makes me feel a little bit like what do you do? How does it I mean obviously I know how it works, but do you I know you know what it. I mean? <laughs> it's completely it's completely it's completely different ball game. It's
1: yeah. <laughs> but I will say this: I was, I was really shocked at how natural everything happens. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, it doesn't, you know, like it doesn't feel awkward or anything because usually there's a big lead up. You know, like you're making yeah. out on the couch forever, you're bumping and grinding and blah blah blah. But you know, I I will say this about myself. I was really fussy, like I didn't really want to like do a lot of muff diving in the beginning. <laughs> not into that part of it. Like you want to do that to me? That's fine, you know, but like, all conditions have to be perfect for me to do that. and and I do mean even like connection wise, like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that with a one night stand.
0: Mm-hmm. you know,
1: like that was just like, no, no, like not happening. but um but I do, like I said, I feel like it, everything comes about really natural. And I think that's uh, when you know that your feelings are valid, you know, what you've just figured out it all, it's all a culmination of mm-hmm. all that the thought you've put into it, you know, the, the nerves and everything, it all ends up being a, like a, a burst of energy, like a, you know, like a, like a sizzle, (laughs) you know? So I do think that it'll all come about really normal and natural. And the thing, the cool thing about being with uh, another girl is that you can talk all you want during sex.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: You can say what you're comfortable with, what you're uncomfortable with, what you want to try, what you don't want to try, what's off limits. I mean, I think that, you know, that's, the great part that women are just better communicators,
3: you yeah. know, and, yeah. and
1: you know, we don't have any um qualms about you know laying out groundwork or you know whatever like when it gets to that moment the last thing you want to do is be like wait a minute <laughs> hold on <laughs> let me just say this is my first yeah. time not quite sure what to do you won't even like feel you know what I mean like it'll just unfold is the best yeah. way to put it you know yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah because I'm such a germ freak and there's so many diseases out there. And I was like, well, you can't like just slap on a condom like you can with a guy. Right. So you have to (laughs) be careful. Right. So I think another thing that maybe this is just me, but I really want to know who I'm with, you know, and like, I,
1: even from that standpoint. And I think again, the cool part, like I said, is women are just way better communicators Mm -hmm. and, you know, again, they want to they want to feel like you're interested in them and i think you know that's part of the conversations you should be having especially mm-hmm. nowadays you know i mean especially nowadays um yeah I, I don't i don't think anybody would be offended by by that
3: so there's a that lot is of- something that i've noticed on dating apps so a lot of women will say like put on that in their bio or something like that like really i want to m- yeah yeah yeah, it is something that I've noticed a lot of women will say stuff like that. Like, I want to make sure that everything's safe and everything ah, firsthand. So, yeah, I think a lot more people are open to it because everybody knows, like, we know that these things are just going around. And yeah, yeah, so.
1: Oh, it's so true. And, you know, I think the cool thing over here is that there's so many, like, places to go and clinics and whatever, like, that are just Bang it like every corner,
3: you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you can you can literally so do it hard, ho- at home now. You can call up and order a, a test at home, so yeah. it's like so simple, yeah. And
1: yeah. private, and you know, you feel like it's a little bit more private, which is great, right? But yeah, right. I think it's it it's um, I think COVID changed everybody's way, you yeah. Know, being intimate and you know, like it's it's it really spooked everyone. So, you know, like I I think it's uh, normal. You know, now it's become the new normal. So yeah. you won't have any any problems with that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I do like yeah. again, that was one of those stigmas I think that are attached to bisexual people is that well, you're messing around with guys that, that are messing around with 10 other girls and you know yeah. it all come back on me and you know, that kind of thing. So I do think, you know, maybe it's uh different for like lesbians because we're far less susceptible to something, yeah. you know. But you know, um, people in general, you know, gay, straight, whatever, you need to be aware and safe. So I think that's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's topical. You know, it's 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 politically correct in, in this. That's in this really case. good. Um, yeah.
0: I wanted to ask you, how does the father of your baby feel about your um, coming out as bisexual? Um, so I haven't, t- he doesn't know. Oh.
3: <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't know. <laughs> I haven't told him yet. I don't know how he'd feel. I don't know how he'd feel. Um, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't I, told him. I
1: would tell you this. If I was a guy and I had a baby with somebody and so I get the kid on weekends or whatever the arrangement is, you know, and then one day I'm dropping them off and you're with a girl and you say like, I'm dating her or whatever. My thought is Fantastic! Two mothers, two mothers for this kid.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like men are a lot more easygoing. Like I don't know if you've ever spoken to, to I don't know when when you speak to men and you're like, oh, how how would you like I I don't know guys guys are guys are more forgiving. Say for example, if you cheated on them with a woman, than if you had right. cheated on them with a man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I feel like it would be like a similar situation but but like I say I haven't really come come out to everybody I've just kind of because it feels so weird to just come out and say it like oh by yeah. the way so mm-hmm. it, they'll know about, they'll like, know when they know they'll know when yeah. they find out like I say the only people that I've really come out to are a few a couple of friends and and my mom are people that I've actually told um yeah, everybody it, else will know when I when I have a girlfriend they'll find out
1: <laughs> that's what I I'm told just, her I'm okay. like you're not you know because you're not um pursuing someone you know, in the hope, you know, having that you're on the verge or a cusp of a relationship. So you got to let everybody know. So it's not weird when you walk into the next dinner with a girl, there's absolutely no rush in this scenario. So it almost affords you more time to be comfortable with it, you know, and it it become easier and more normal, you know, it won't, it won't feel as awkward because I was saying like there, especially for someone that's, that's bisexual, like to just walk into a party and be like, I'm into chicks now, you know, (laughs) you can't, it doesn't, it's weird, right? Like she she said to the family barbecue and make this big announcement (laughs) over ribs. So you got (laughs) Yeah. Because there's nothing pending, you know, you get the luxury of sitting with it for a little bit and um, talking to people about it. And I'll tell you what, the more people you do have conversations with and friends and it gets out in your little friend circle, I will almost guarantee you that someone will say, I've got somebody I want to fix you up with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know <laughs> I really, really feel like that's, you know, um, one of the the, the, the the less talked about ways that people meet, yeah. you know, yeah. like a friend hooks them up with someone, you know, and you know, it's it's easy, it's comfortable, and you you got a letter of recommendation right there, like your friend your friends recommending. So, you know, I think um in due time, you know, it'll it'll happen. But I, I do think that it'll all be a little more natural and easier the longer you're mm-hmm. you're um coming to terms with it and comfortable with it. Because you I it does feel like I I do feel like you are comfortable with it. You know, it's not uncomfortable. Um, yeah,
3: like, well, like I said, I've been like thinking it for like a few years, but never really. I don't know. I guess I just kind of thought that. Oh no, this is this is just how straight women feel. Yeah. I don't know. Never really occurred to me that no, maybe not. I don't know. So yes, <laughs> it's like something. Yeah, yeah, more more I so that I've just that. like re- properly realized. I that. remember that exact
1: train of thought. You know, when I first like realized that i was like you know looking at women a lot a lot more than i was looking at men you know Mm -hmm. at at some point you know and and thinking that oh i'm you know everybody probably does this like you know i mean that's normal or whatever and then i was like when it hit me that like you said it's more than that (laughs) that's when i had like i gotta explore this a little bit more yeah yeah it's it's the that that thinking and I think it's a part of us not like we don't want to think like we want it to we want to think that everybody does it you know because we don't want to feel like right for right. else so it's uh I think it's really normal and natural and like I said it's it's um it's it's far easier these days I think and
0: I was just gonna say that I think nowadays it's much easier because it's so much more accepted than when Denise and I were younger and I think the way you did it, Denise, was so brave. I don't think I could have ever done that. I think if he didn't cheat on me, I'd probably still be in that marriage and not happy. With I actually just put all of that energy into writing songs and playing music and traveling, and which I guess eventually was yeah. helping the demise of everything because I was away so much leaving him alone. Yeah. So, but, um, but I don't know. I think what you did was very brave and, and grown up the way you did it. So,
1: Oh, you like, mean you I went to therapy?
0: <laughs> you just went to him and told him, this is oh. how I feel. And you went to therapy first to figure it out. And then yeah. went and told him instead of just just trying to bury it and, you know, and just.
1: No, guess, yeah, like, no. My, 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 biggest, my biggest fear was, was hurting it. people. That right. was like,
0: That's the thing.
1: That's yeah, so my I, I didn't want to hurt my parents. I didn't want to hurt Chuck. I didn't want to hurt his parents. So I felt like I was thinking more about that than I was myself. And that is what yeah. you know, I I needed to talk to a therapist about and say, is this right? Like, should I be thinking about everybody else and not me? Like, you know. Um, but Absolutely. yeah, I needed I needed to find the balance, and that was that was really helpful. So yeah, and that's always another route. You know, that doesn't hurt. So if you I, like you're I, struggling. Yeah. yeah then I cool. still
0: blamed myself when he cheated on me. The first thing I said when I found out was this is my fault because I'm away so much. So it was worse the way I did it. It was much better that, you you know, the way you did it if I had to do it again. So I guess what I'm saying is, like, I think you're doing the right thing, too. It's to just say who you are to the people that you love now and just... Mm-hmm. It always, they will be fine. Like they, I didn't hear that part of the story. I'm assuming that your mom's yeah. okay with this and everything. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Her parents are like so cool.
0: Like yeah, they're,
1: they're really progressive, cool people. You know, like mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I wouldn't. I said you. That's a. It, it's such a, uh, a great start to have that you know supportive circle, especially like, it, it's it's not something that you have to like, you know chew on forever you know like and always talk about it and everything it's like as long as they know there's a possibility you might be yeah. up with a girl that's it you know that yeah. that's it you don't have yeah. to discuss every little thing once you're in the relationship you will go to that <laughs> to your mom and be like oh my god she talks so much I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the usual it'll be the usual it's no different than a, you know, any other relationship so you'll be you'll be absolutely fine
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so yeah keep me posted I want to know like what happens what goes on I mean thank That's god it. Me stay in touch because I, I was telling her like oh my god out of everything about those couple of years like it carries the thing I miss the most
0: oh <laughs> right. um, yeah. yeah I think it's very brave of you to do this and to come on and talk to us so thank you for that
1: Honestly, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Good, good luck out there. Be smart. Be sensitive. Be kind.
3: I will. I'll, I'll I will. I will.
1: Everything.
3: I'll keep, I'll keep you posted.
0: Excellent. Okay, ask for the medical report. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. You
1: know. Perfect. All right. Listen, you guys, I know it's late, Carrie. You probably gotta work tomorrow. So everybody uh have a good night. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening, Jay. Okay. Bye. 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 Why do you always it's like, never stop chasing your dreams. <laughs> <love or>
0: you <laughs> we drank way to too much whiskey. Betsy. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, See? Take this midnight drive to find you. And as I come in through the door, I see her.